You are listening to Thursday Nights, Season 4, Episode 82. Present a sophisticated smuggling ring here in, in Skyclave. I understand you're trying to get in deep Mascar. I can make that happen. Oh. I come in for a chat. A decision tree? Mop opens the door. Do you think? And he opens the door wider. Is this the guy we are supposed to kill? He, uh, he nods and he steps in as a reminder this man um, has bare, rippling yes. uh, shoulders and arms uh, with cloth wraps on his uh, forearms and like a sort of kilt-like thing with tight leather boots and leggings and throwing knives strapped over down his chest. And so he's, a, he's, he's a real he's life. He's, he's a real life badass who gets his hands dirty he's compared to TV badass. Amazing. <laughs> Bob steps into the hallway where he came from to see if there's anybody else that accompanied this man or if there's obvious hiding spots where people might be concealed. Mock does spot uh, spots that people could be concealed. He can go check it out, um, but there's no nothing obvious. Nothing obvious. Berta. He says he says I'll be back in a minute. Okay, Ber- and checks them out. While you're checking that no out, no one's there. Berta. Berta steps up to this guy and says, "You look pretty buff. How much can you press?" I'm sure, uh, this man will have done his research on all members of the party and their particular wants. He says. There's only one thing I know for sure, and it's not as much as you. That's probably true. Wow. Wow, search. He's waiting. She's sold. She's sold. Barry John's ready for this mission. Barry John's all in. He sits down at uh, this table. You're in the the, the room that's like a shared, uh, you had a shared suite that you rented as part of your multiple rooms. It's connected to one of your bedrooms. And, um... He just sits down and kicks up his uh, kicks up his feet onto another thing, another table, and you got some. He puts bread, his filthy boots of, on our table. Yeah, I like it. a bits a bits of uh, uh, bread and and some food on the table, and he just starts uh, starts eating it. He's got to eat the bread with one hand, and he's got the, uh, a knife that he's drawn from its uh, from its sheath, in, like a knife, like a yeah, dagger, a dirk, <laughs> a, a stabbing a knife, stabbies. a dirk, a dirk. A knife for humans, not for... Nice dirk. Yeah. And he uh, um, he just, like, sticks it on the table and spins it uh, with, you know, a finger holding it as the blade spins in, into the table. And he says, So, you're a group that can get things done, aren't you? Uh, Why, yes. Why, yes, we are. Hello, nods. He says, as I said, I represent a smuggling operation here in Deepa Mascar. Seems like that's just the thing you need right now. What is your name, friend who is weaker than me? He says, the name's... I'm on the wrong page in my notes. Cool. I'm on. Is that from the cell? (laughs) A man. Is that a skyclave dialect? The name's Vol. Vol Bavez. Okay, Vol. Vol? Vol. I will call you Bob. Oh, 
Vol. I don't, I don't understand Vol. your accent. Vol. It says, the name's Vol. And what kind of, uh, what kind of prices does your organization charge for, uh, safe passage? He picks up his dagger, this time sticks the point onto his finger as he, like, spins it a bit, and then a little bead of blood, uh, uh, drops from it, which he just rubs together, and he says, he says, we operate on a sliding scale, uh, sort of pricing structure here. We have here. no scales. What could we do? He says, uh, he says, from you all, the cost is a favor. He says, just a little job, something that should be easy for you. It's a little, uh, jailbreak. I can break jails. They are not that hard. Well, that's why I'm here. <clears throat> Mark says, is that more of a show of good faith or something that you couldn't provide yourself? He says, in this particular situation, he says this, our client, you could call them, would prefer for, uh, uh, would greatly prefer for, should anything go wrong, there to be no connection to, uh, to me and my operation. Mark says. Hence the request for outside help. So what can you tell us before you have to kill us if we decline? Oh, he could try, but I would crush him. <laughs> Mark rolls his eyes, kind of being like, let's cut to the chase here. He says, I don't mind. He says, there's a, there's a man, a kid really, he says, one of mine, not my you kid, one of my people, he says, got him, uh, went and got himself caught, caught by the vengeance takers. They're taking him down to the, they're taking him down to the, uh, to the prison now. He'll be interrogated. He said, I said, I'm not, uh, he says, I'm not very interested in finding out what he might say. He says, and someone he's very well connected to would also prefer for him not to say anything. Sounds like there's a timeline. He shrugs and says, well, they're taking him down there. He'll probably be there in the day tomorrow. He says, I don't mind so much if he ends up there. He'll last a while before he were to say anything, uh, say anything that would bother me. So I'm not so picky about it. But do tell me if you're not interested so I can go find another. I do. I them like a do an insight check. Um, he's being, uh, he's, he's cagey with information, but the stuff that he is Ooh, saying, nice. I'd love to know if he uh, seems like he's being... What are you doing to, to do this other than your passive, uh, passive um, insight? So what I want to get to, to, to here is if you're rolling an active insight, it means that you're not just looking at him and listening to his words because your passive insight is always in play. You're just good at reading people. You, it's a part of every conversation. That doesn't mean only when you're overhearing. Your passive insight is when you're having an active conversation with someone. So if you're doing an active role, you're spending some extra effort. You're, you're almost withdrawing slightly from the conversation to focus on reading the person. So... What are you doing? Scrim's um, uh, uh, watching, kind of watching his, just his his mood, his, his mannerisms there. While he's not uh, a guy with a lot of social graces, Scrim does have a lot of experience with people trying to get out of deals in his experience with uh, being kind of a debt collector thing. Um, so he's, he's experienced with people trying to negotiate with him and not owning up to how much they have. That's, that's the key thing. He's going to people, he's saying, you owe me this, 
and uh, and them claiming they don't have something. So he wants to see if this guy is Which hiding I'm giving something. You all I have. Like basically, to your question of like, can you do this in some other way? Scrim specifically wants to know like, okay, does this guy have some other avenue, or are we his only option? That that kind of. Or, or you want to determine option. the amount right. of leverage you have. Right. Exactly. That's kind of that's kind of what I'm going for. How much is he asking this favor of us compared to, um, is this just you know a job? Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. I'm squeezing the lucky three. Squeeze it. Oh, that's pretty okay. good. Plus three. That is nineteen. Scrim indeed has dealt with many like this in his dealings, and Scrim feels comfortable in this in this man's. Uh, and this man's uh, way of carrying himself he he seems to be the type of figure that uh, if he's opening his mouth if he's talking to you he's telling it to you straight because he ain't gonna be here talking to you if he's not interested in that and that's the that's the that's the the feeling he's given off to you is uh, he just won't say anything he rather did, than he did hold say he was not back. as strong as me Scream respects this guy more than anyone we've interacted with in Skyclave this is the kind of person, uh, uh, yeah, no, I'm trying to figure out how to roll one, then continue. I trust you, implicit. <laughs> well, we, uh, gathered that there isn't much of a seedy underbelly in this town, so it may make some sense to come to, uh, fortuitous, you know, fortuitous arrival such as ourselves, but, uh, with your connections, truly, this is more kind of, I'm curious, truly there is no one more worthy for a job as ourselves. We have very little connection to Skyclave, and uh, you have uh, no reason to trust us on any level with a black well, I guess I should say with a underhanded criminal job like this. Seems rather forthright of yourself and whatever organization you represent. Plus, we let you eat our bread. He says, well... I like that bread. Does... It's not like I came to you the moment you stepped off of that balloon of yours. He says, I'm making a point to understand who I'm dealing with. I know where you came from, and I think I know who you might not want to know that you're here. He says, that being said, he says, you seem like exactly the kinds of people that might be able to carry out this sort of thing. And as I said, I don't want, to, uh, I don't want it tied back to me. Don't work with, uh, uh, with random passerbys, but that's kind of the whole point here. He says, plus, he says, at the end of the day, it really comes down to, uh, it really comes down to a simple, uh, to a simple good opportunity. You want exactly what we can give you. That price is cheap for us. Let, I value me, to you. Tell me more cheap about for us your... To provide. He says, that's just good business. Lord, I'm speaking. And he turns. Tell and me. he got a big smile on his face. And he starts... Like throwing his dagger up and just uh, catching it, eyes locked on bear jaw. Tell me more about how you would get us in. I want to know exactly as much as you can tell. And how you get us back. That is also a question I had not thought to think. He says, well, well, straight away, getting back is going to be your own, uh, your own business. He says, but what I can get you is tourist visas. Legal. He says, our organization is well-connected. We have friends in high places. He says, we've got tourist visas I can give to you, uh, I can give it to you the moment the job is done. 
He says, you'd be entering Deepa Mascar legally. Wanna kind of flash back a little bit to a few seconds ago when he dropped the hint that perhaps he knew who wanted us here. Because in that very moment, Mock's relatively serious negotiating attitude and stance dropped a few notes. And as you sits looking at, what's the guy's name? Bob. Vol. Vol Babes. He goes from looking at Vol to looking deeper into Vol. I'd like his hit points. Staring to his Vols. <laughs> I like it. Give me that. But of course, eight hit points. Twelve armor class. Uh, it's a ruse. It's a ruse. Keep it up. And Mox trying to find himself in Visually drawn into kind of like the Good, so Baragaw's like talking to him. Yeah, giving you the opportunity to stare. Exactly, as he kind of like talks to Bear Jaw, Makan is drawn and just kind of sees in much kind of finer detail, almost perhaps a little slow motion, kind of even kind of just maybe even seeing into kind of like like like, like, uh, like extra reading because that's a dumb way to talk for the context we're in, but like the bone structure kind of rippling beneath the surface. It's just like a like a layer deeper of vision. Yeah, he just it's is it abstract? Is it is it really happening? He, just kind of, he sees below it's like, like a Sherlock a Holmes montage where it's like zoomed in on like bone structure, drop of sweat, little faint scar, <laughs> calluses and they, and they on like the hands. Sort of glow, yeah. like all the features this glow happens when they're important. Obliviously in to Mock. Yeah. He's, he's not conscious of this happening. It just kind of sinks one level deeper and he just is gifted with this knowledge of whether this guy's a bitch or, or not. The way he's casually flipping he his dagger. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. Party trick? Or, or formidable, exactly. Mock goes one more deeper. One more deeper. Okay. Um, Way down. So what do you get? Uh, I, I can ask for a couple of things. Uh, from an array of options, I'm choosing his armor class and his current HP. Uh, Those are the most important things. Armor class, 16. Okay. HP, 230. <gasps> That's so much! Yep. That's boss level. This man's a boss. That little fucker. That's disgusting. Continue. And with that comes comes the immediate recognition that this is not just a guy who carries himself. He truly is confident. And when he said that he represents smuggling operation here, you get the feeling that he is the smuggling. He he more than just represents the smuggling operation. Yeah, there's just like, you look kind of layers into this guy, and it's just, it's it's hard in practice at every level. And, uh... All right. <clears throat> yeah. kill him right? No wonder he's so And, like, there, there's, like, there's not, there's not a facade of, of kind of casual behavior, kind of hiding nerves or anxiety or things at stake. He is just cool as a cucumber. He's like, yeah, I guess a certain love still new once. All right. Were you going to say something else? That was, I, I wanted to just flash back to that real quick yeah. because of the trigger that you gave me. He lost one hit point because he stabbed himself with death. Who was talking to him just a moment ago? Oh, we it's lost me. the thread. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. So it was Bear Jaw and then I went, yeah. Love, I don't know, Bear Jaw was not along with the conversation. Yeah, he said he, he, he explained so, the tours to be so. They did say that we'd have to get back on our own. Yeah, so Bear Jaw kind of gives a... He just once you're in deep Damascus with like, the tourist visas, I can only imagine what trouble you're going to get in, uh, get yourselves into there and it ain't my responsibility to get you back. He says, but if you just go there to be tourists, you can just walk back through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is 
but I have a feeling that you're not just gonna go see the sights. Is it a time limit? Oh, there are so many sights we will see. Tourist visa lasts two weeks. Standard procedure. They're gonna put you on a special tourist path when you go in there. Guy only let you into the areas of the city they want you to see. Uh, let you tell the tales of seeing Deep Amaskar to the outside world. It's all a sham, but that's what they're gonna have you do. A group of skills such as your own, I'm sure you can figure out how to break out of that box. I must imagine running a smuggling organization is rather difficult in this city. It seems like they have things fairly well uh, manicured. He smiles and says, things are pretty well manicured because of me. He says, things are well manicured because of what we do. And he gestures around, or he just sort of gestures and he says, this great spire, this life that people lead here, says, it's all funded by what we do. It would all fall apart without the income to the city that is, uh, that is created by, uh, by the, uh, by the trade and the economic prosperity that I bring to this city. He says, sure, there's a, there's a, there's a thick veneer of, uh, of propriety. But what I do, it's always been here. And it's necessary for this entire structure to exist. So the Bar King then, <clears throat> a mere figurehead. A puppet, would you say? The Bard King is... The Bard King is as, uh, uh, is as important as pretty much every other aspect of the city. It's critical for the way of life of the people here. He says, sure, he makes the laws and, and uh, keeps the people happy says, but what we do, that's not for his eyes. It's not for him to know. It would all fall apart if he did know. says, that's part of, uh, that's part of how it all works. It's all part of the beautiful system. What can you tell us about what you're asking of us? Uh, where this friend of yours is kept? What kind of... Mark holds his, uh, holds his hand up and he says, before we go there, turns to Baron and he says, if you've done your research, you'll know that a cleric of Morden will not quickly delve into illicit activities such as you're suggesting. What makes you think that my cousin, if that wasn't already known, leaning into that phrase, would be at all interested in this sort of proposition? And I would want to respectfully not get ourselves any deeper than we need to be such that we may be able to part our ways amicably. Scrimp puts his hands up like... Yeah, yeah Baron is fresh from the uh, audience with the king, looking all pretty and clear. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, it's gotta be pretty fucking shine, obvious shine, here. Shine, I'm, shine, I'm, shine, shine, wants to know what this guy's take on that whole biz is. Flaming anvils all over the goddamn place. He says, never, met a, never met a man who didn't have a price, and I think entry into Deep Mascar might be yours. He says, as he looks right at Baron. And he says, uh, and then he gestures to Scrimcorn and Oilvane and says, plus, says, can tell a lot about a man by the company he keeps. <laughs> oh, we just classed you down. No, no, we classed him up. It means we are, we are good 
Sorry, Scrim. strong folk. You're not as grungy as you used to. <laughs> Losing layers. Mm. Scrim shuffles with that. Bareness. Ah! <laughs> On the one hand, not wanting to say much because he is not a... The more you talk to him... doesn't have a lot of poker face options and he is... Not thrilled about this. This is a lot of distasteful things are being thrown in his direction. Go assassinate someone or work with smugglers. It's like, mm, mm, don't like either of these. Very comfortable. As he runs his fingers down the length of the uh, the length of the blade, feeling the uh, feeling the, um, the the point and the and the sharp blade, he uh, he just smiles wider as he looks at Baron and he says. He says, I can see that struggle in you. He says, that's my favorite part of this. Hey, Luke. He's, <laughs> <laughs> He's turned on by this. I'm going to go home and really have a he good He says, time. moral compromise is the lifeblood of who we are. Wow. Okay. It brings meaning to, uh, he says, it brings meaning to the light and the dark. Cool. Scrimge's eyebrows are raised looking at Baron. Like, that's a little flushed. Woo! I'm so happy at the hands of the air. That's, that's done with. And Scream can just revel in this moment. <laughs> How you like it? I mean, sir, I'm of half a mind to not let you leave this place. He says, that's fine. I have half a mind. Uh, he says, I have half a mind you wouldn't you wouldn't let me. And I I'm, have a whole mind. What I'm mind. trying to say is I, I believe you. <laughs> I said it poorly. <laughs> I understand. He says, you object to what I do. Like I said, uh, we're nothing but, uh, uh, but part of the thriving economy of this great city of, uh, uh, great city of ours. He says, you know how many people would suffer if you shut, uh, uh, if you, uh, if you tried to stop me, you put an end to me and my operations. He says, you put, uh, you put a thorn in that. He says, this place would fall apart. There'd be riots. There'd be deaths. How is that possible? This is not, and, and Mark is kind of, is becoming a little bit more kind of incredulous. He says, uh, this is one of the greatest structures I've ever seen in my whole life. And uh, the dwarves pride themselves on their building and their civilization. How is it that there is not more to be offered? He says, I can, know, I can think of the, the, the trade opportunities and, and who might come to a, a place like this, a metropolis. How is it that... Yeah, the claims you're making, I understand that Deep Mascar is an exotic location of power, but claims you're making are outlandish, that you're the linchpin of this hole. Uh, can you say more to, to uphold that? Is Mark displaying any of his uh, clan craftsmen? Uh, uh... He's wearing the armor of Dageddon, which is an armor that should not physically exist according to crafting standards. I, I am asking if he is displaying his clan craftsmen. It is present. Oh, sorry. So the, 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 the emblem is present. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The emblem is present. So he... There's formal guard. He gestures at it with his eyes. Okay. An eye gesture. When he says, a businessman such as yourself understands the... Uh, understands the... the simple laws of... Uh, the laws of supply, supply and, demand. and demand. He says, what Deepa Mascar supplies, there's a lot of demand for. There's a lot of coin in that. You mentioned this great, uh, uh, this great bastion of, uh, uh, what'd you call it? You said a good word. Uh, uh, whatever. Not bastion, but. A 
city? Structure. Great structure. This great structure. How much coin do you think it takes to maintain that? To maintain the services? To maintain uh, uh, to maintain this way of life that you've seen these past few days? It says a lot of coin. More so than, than, uh, uh, than the city can generate with its so-called legitimate dealings. What exactly do you Good, good, good question. It is a good question. I'm curious about that myself. He smiles and he says, You ever read The Trade Alliance with Deep Mascar? Justin says, Yes, many times. Oh, I have? <laughs> he says, Then you've seen how restrictive it is. The government of uh, Skyclave, the bar key, Bard King himself, has final say in the approval of any sort of, uh, any sort of uh, goods that can be exported out of Deep Mascar. Says if you know anything about the Deep Mascar people, and when you go there, you will learn much more. You would know that what they are capable of creating, uh, what they are capable of creating, can fetch a greater price than anything that this city would ever approve of. He says it's just it's just a matter of finding the right buyer. He says it's he says but I'm not begrudging the alliance. It's there the way it needs to be. Skyclave gets to keep up its image, and we uh, and we make it all actually work. Says the legitimate, uh, the legitimate business is uh, uh, is what all the people see, and we're what make the real coin happen. Deepa Mascar, uh, he says, on the Deepa Mascar side, we're working straight with the government. He says, it's not, they don't even call it smuggling on that side; it's just trade. Human cities seem like a real mess. You guys don't know how to organize anything. This is just a giant bungled pile of. Is waiting for someone to get their head cut off. And there is no good fighting here. Fox says a little more toil, and uh, they'd be able to bring it into the light. More head bashing would there's be. There's too much true. risk hiding everything in occlusion. Or Eventually little, it all comes out. Or a little more survival of the fittest. That's what you mean to that say. That is what I am saying, yes! Of the jungle! See, Scrimcorn and Primal Urge is ruling us! How <laughs> surprised there is it most probably. <laughs> 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 Get on that! He says so. Have you ever considered making this pitch to the king? You make a very compelling effort. Perhaps you could, you know, make this all above board. If everyone was on board with it, then there would be no need for this cloak and dagger nonsense. If everyone was on board of it, Skyclave wouldn't be what Skyclave is. He's not wearing a cloak, only only the dagger. That's a that's an expression, dearie. Oh. It's a human expression. expression. You picked that up from the surface. The barbarians would say it again. Like, <laughs> so very dismissive. I take offense. No, the barbarians, the ones in the I am a store. barbarian. You're like, well, the human barbarians. I imagine they're not all the same. I don't know. You were making a very broad statement. The... The tribesmen? Skyclave is what it is because, uh, uh, because of everything it was built to be. Things work the way they are. Why would we change that? He says this city thrives because of the perception of what it is. The image is everything. I suppose you're saying that this system was in place far before you were involved. Long before. He says, this smug- uh, uh, he says, these smuggling operations have been in place as long as the trade alliance has existed. It's fundamentally how, it's wor- how it works. 
says, I assume that the very first ones were built by Deepa Maskar themselves, right uh, as the ink was drying. So tell me more about this jailbreak. Are we just serving this little piece of meat up for you to cut its head off? Or is this an attempt to reclaim one of your own alive? He says, I sure would like to reclaim him alive. He says, as I said, the, uh, there's a certain interested party who has a great deal of interest in keeping this, uh, uh, the balance. In keeping this man out of prison. There's a, so there's a certain familial connection. You know how these sorts of things go. Bob nods. Says, anyway, I don't really care how it goes down. I don't care how many of the vengeance takers you kill. He says, you bring this guy back to us, visas are in your hands. Mock says, uh, I've heard all I need to know. I assume finding you won't be difficult. He says, yeah, express interest, we'll find you. Have a good night. He says, one more thing. And he takes out from his, uh, uh, he takes her out from his cloak and he pulls out what appears to be a wand. What? Well, like <laughs> what the child's play. He pulls a wand out of his arm. <laughs> what up, Dr- and Dresden is like, one cloak open. Which wand to show? Yeah. <laughs> it's a slim black wand that uh, uh, that has that has several little uh, just sort of like black protrusions from it, almost as if uh, almost as if just random growths off the side of the uh, of the slim black metal. And he holds it out and he says, "A gift from Deepa Maskar. A little taste of what we uh, of what we uh, of what we move in and out could be helpful on your uh, could be helpful in your jailbreak." And he. Tosses it, tosses it through the air to mock. Roll a dexterity. <laughs> Roll a dexterity charm. Oh, don't make us look less cool. I use inspiration. <laughs> yes! Just like that. Is there a skill he could use to get a bonus on that? Yeah. Use proficiency, maybe? Uh, I get 11. <laughs> yeah, 11. Okay. Fumbles. And catches. Yeah. Just a little... Yeah. Unexpected for sure. Bobbles. Doesn't go to the floor, but it, yeah, you know, because it's not smooth. fast. He's like, yeah. he flicks it at Mach, and just, then... And kind of scowls at him, and he says, uh, uh, no. he, he, he says, uh, not my kind of weapon, and he looks over at Head Shaver as he hands it to Dristan. Um, someone, let's roll the dice for inspiration, though. What do you mean? He just used his inspiration. You did not have the thing. It was their job. No, I didn't. I had it from last week, though. Yeah, Yeah, but it doesn't. She's the one with the movable one. Okay. Yeah, I didn't. Otherwise, everyone would have it. It's not like it's not. Then everyone would have. I didn't know how it worked. It was working. Yeah. No, no. It's the person who has the diamond. Diamond moves from now on. That's why I put it. Yeah, it's always been. Yeah. I I think it's only happened once. So there's a very few data points in this system. (laughs) There are a few data points, but otherwise. It would be, there would be no, the math doesn't work out any other way. The, yeah, you know, it's the yeah. uh, traveling, uh, mean, yeah. inspiration. We don't have a name for that, it's not a different kind of inspiration. It's the diamond, the giant diamond. We're working this out on the fly. The, uh, <laughs> I'm good with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So, uh... Alright, are you dismissing him? Uh... He says, mock's done. Any other questions before I go? What do you pay to Deepa Maska to get these items? He says, I don't pay... We don't pay anything to them. He says, we just, uh... We sell their goods, give them the proceeds. They pay us. The picture already has booze in it. He says, I can tell you've never, uh, uh... Alright, guess. So you so you work on commission then? He says, I said, uh, uh, yes. He says, in a manner of speaking, that's the way it works. Commission is good. Is that consignment? Is it kind of it's consignment. It is kind of consignment, I suppose. He says, we move a he says, we move a lot of product, especially these days. Just things are better than they've ever been. He gets up and smiles and tosses his uh, knife all the way up to the ceiling where it just barely nicks the ceiling with the blade as he grabs it again and he does it again as it cuts a little, another little notch in the ceiling and catches the knife. Berto stands behind him and tries to catch it while he's throwing it up. Roll an, uh, uh, an acrobatics check. Could be. Is there a slight of hand? This is a sleight of hand. Ooh, a two. Rolled a one. But what? with four, that makes a six. I cut my hand badly, but I catch it. <laughs> <laughs> he, only, he only got a four. We're he tosses it up. Out of a job. He's last couple of rolls. Bear jaw snatches it. Uh, you should bleed on him. Snatches it as he grabs the air and he looks back at Bear jaw. Oh, that's sharp. Hands <laughs> into it. Him and he smiles first. and he says, he goes, You're faster than you look. Longer too, and also a good dancer. I am lying about one of those. I didn't know you danced. Shh. All right, are you guys done talking to him? Uh, Bear doesn't have anything he wants to say. Dan does, but Scrim does not. Tell about your thirty-six questions. <laughs> So we do have the particulars of where to go uh, to, to do this job that he wants us to do. We have not. You have heard. You have heard what he has said so far. No. Oh, That's it. Yeah. The idea is we would express interest, and he would he would contact. Mock was acting Did you give us overly cautious because he wanted to make sure not to get in deeper than we. He said him. they're transferring him down to the prison right now, and we'll be down. We'll be done in a couple days. As well, think it over. He says, "Horg, just go do it." <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Just, we'll reach out. And uh, he nods and he says, take it easy. And uh, puts the knife back in his little sheath and lets himself out. Did you Turns see the corner. I, I cut his knife. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Box says, he was like, oh no, it is gone. Says, and I had it. Well, <laughs> if we're going to help the Bok King, somebody ought to tell him. Tell the king? Tail box. Oh, now. Right now. Your accent. I thought you said tail the king. You speak dwarven. Yes, but but sometimes. (laughs) He says, no, seriously. If we're going, we we have to do one or the other. Uh, Unless someone, unless he looks addressing unless your research project will work. But it's one or the other. And if it's not this, it's tailing him now. Well, I don't think we're going to tail him. I mean, 
rather, a correction. I don't know how any of us are capable of tailing him. He's scrim and he's like, don't you have a snake or something? A mouse? A rat? Or you yourself? Go get a mouse. Um, yes. Uh, I could send Onga, but I'm a little afraid of how much he said he already knew about us. Mark says... A uh, mouse then is a better plan. This is, I don't see enough leads at the moment. We have a limited amount of time. I'm worried about the threat that he dropped. It sounded like he knows about your grandfather and how he wants he would want to know where we are. That seems almost hard to believe. Scrim interrupts and says I'll see what I can do with no promises. And he uh and he not leaving the room right after the guy did waits a moment and Yeah, uh, you guys already waited a moment to say okay. it. Yeah. You're good. Walks out. Baron starts (laughs) cursing and saying, I thought humans were better than this. This feels like negotiating with the damned kobolds again. Back in Sunless Citadel. That didn't work. We ended up killing a whole heap of them. I don't feel like killing a whole heap of humans, though. It's just the one woman. the story of Meepo. How about just one? Uh... Thing is How did ridiculous. he see? Why can they not organize their own damn cities? They seem Nothing. organized, you just don't like it. Staring at them. You did seem. I figured we might, we might be able to take them in a, in in a, a, pitched, fight? In a pitched fight. In a fair fight, but. Not one on one. But not one. Not one that I'd rather. That, I'd, that I wouldn't rather avoid. And to what end? He was so callous. Truly believed him. Sounds like that this system existed since much before this Bar King, and the Bar King before. I was initially very reticent to buck the laws of this town, and more so getting involved in a smuggling lifestyle that has ruined my life, but seems like it's more of a way of life here, where these people were to take him at his word. If my history checks out, it's been over a thousand years, I think. Since the first part came, he wrote many of the storybooks that my mom read me when I was a kid. <clears throat> do you believe... He looks at uh, Aurora and says, Do you believe him? Do you believe thousands will suffer if we bring down this system of smuggling? Well, that was the whole Bard King cell, was that thousands would suffer if, you know, the minister was brought to justice. So it's thousands versus thousands now. <laughs> Uh, Then uh, we kill the smuggler. It is one man, and he is easier to kill than many men. I suppose that's true. Hmm. Aye. Both options are terrible. I'm more inclined to have the king's favor than smugglers, frankly. If I have to choose. It's not two. The, The king wants the smuggling operation ended, but he didn't say that we were at risk of they were at risk of being discovered. If they've operated in this clandestine form for thousands of years, why would they be discovered now? The Bard King should just shut his trap, let them go on and do their thing if this is really what's going on. We'll break some, you know, poor unfortunate soul out of jail and let Skyclave continue with his own problems. I mean, frankly, it'd be nice to... I don't know, broker a peace or something between the two, you know, and a line of communication between the smugglers' organization and the government, because yeah. clearly they both have the best interests of the citizens in mind, as they say or claim. They should fight. 
Aye, they could fight, and whoever you know wins gets to run gets the government. Run that seems about as sound of reasoning work. as whatever monkey plan they're currently doing. But but what, what about what about the, the us when we go to Deep Amaskar? If we go under the, the king's favor, wouldn't we perhaps more have more freedom in Deep Amaskar than on this tourist visa that the smuggler promised us? Well, not just thinking practically. He is thinking morally. I'm thinking traditionally. I would prefer to follow the laws, but where do the laws and the customs of a, of a, of a city separate? If truly this is the structure of the economy, from a business sense, crippling that would be, would be callous and destructive to their way of life. Don't pretend to understand how these people live, and even if they don't choose to live this way, I've seen many worse tyrants afflict their people with laws of the state. Well, I'm not in any interest in going and killing law keepers. I'm not about to go do that. Who said we have to Tristan kill anyone? <clears throat> Maybe you do some kind of convincing thing. Tristan has been heads down as you guys have been discussing. Um, with his uh, books open, doing a uh, familiar action as he uh, as he's been staring at this wand, and words have just been materializing themselves in the pages of his books. Some he writes, and then others fill in on their own ink, and then pages flip on a couple uh, a couple of his books. And as Baron or uh, and as Baron says, "I'm not about to go kill some lawkeepers." He looks up and he says, "Oh, cousin, this might be of some help." And he holds up. Uh huh. What is it? Wand. He says, "It's, it shoots goo." <laughs> it's name, but a goose goo has shooter. It's Mary. Have I seen a goo shooter such as this? Nay, nay, Mary isn't it a goose? Are you telling a joke? He says, "Is I this think, a joke?" I think it's from. Deepa Mascar? Yes, he said that. A Deepa Mascar <laughs> goo shooter. Goo shooter. It says it could be used by anybody. You just point at your target and uh, uh, and it says, and they'll be restrained for an hour. Huh. Just point at people. Is it guaranteed to work or is it, you know? Could they resist the enchantment in some fashion? He says, well, I think your aim would need to be pretty good to make sure that you hit them right. If you hit them in the head and get their face, then they won't be able to speak, won't be able to yell, can they breathe? sound the alarm. He says, I think they can breathe through it. Shame. Too bad. <laughs> Could be more useful. Uh, that's potentially interesting. Design flaw. <laughs> this is why I, I see ways to improve this. Mark is becoming isolationist and cranky as the conversation proceeds and he says, Ah, the way of life here in Skyclays is of no interest to me. Murdering politicians or joining with smugglers seems about as good as the other. Uh, unless, Drustin, you have a, another path forward, unfortunately we may be leaving centaurs to die in the desert again in such a short time. Bearjot pushes but the tanker I was rather angry to you. He appreciates Bearjot's what he considers compassion upon his Indeed. rough dwarven this is, state. This is, she's beginning to understand. And he drains half a tankard 
wipes the foam and slams it down. And the rest splorches. The breast splorches. And he says, And I'm getting tired too. What a scrim. Uh, this is for it. Uh, I'm greedy. Which, if possible, I'd love to also participate in a, in a group discussion. But I want to... Have your moment? I want to understand. I'm okay with resolving later as long as I still get to come back before everyone's falling asleep. Okay, I would stay up. Is, oh, yeah, yeah, no, so, um... That's my selfish shit. Or scram running off in the yeah, desert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think that's a really good way to say it. Like, I wanted to go. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's right. Uh, so, do you want to, uh, do you want to jump to that now, or do you want to keep doing this for a little bit? Uh, no, 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 what, what are you doing? I take the form of the coolest animal, a cat. Uh, that way I have uh, a good speed, speed 40, I have a climb speed, apparently. Um, uh, I have a bonus to stealth, bonus to perception, and I did confirm that as long as it's not a sense, I can actually make use of my own even racial abilities, which means I can attempt to hide even when I'm only lightly obscured from my uh, half-elf thing, from my wood-elf thing. No, I'm sorry, I missed. Were you an animal? I am an animal, but I, get, I basically you get, get that extra stealth. Yeah, uh, so either if we want to do rolls, um, I want to take advantage of that, or if we're just doing a general... How stealthy am I? I've got an animal. Does that the is lightly fast. obscured have to be naturey themed? I think that was half such a long time. I believe that was a thing. The the way they just list it in the character like sheet is you attempt to hide uh, when you're only lightly obscured. I believe. Can I? Can I, can I, can I, can I don't know. Yes. Okay. Yeah. There we go. That's very funny things you can click on. Yes. The expanded version of it. Yeah. Uh, so it needs to be natural phenomenon. So foliage, heavy rain, falling snow, mist, and other natural phenomena. So I don't think just not much you can find here in Skyclave. Yeah, unless he lives. Foliage, However, it's at, foliage. it is nighttime and it is dark and it's not you know brightly so, lit everywhere. And you how, have how does that work with the interior of the city? Do they illuminate and like raise the lights and lower the lights or something? Uh, much of the outside of the spire is open, and but there are uh, there's artificial lights, um, lots of lanterns and mm. such uh, illuminating. So, uh, Scrim pretty quickly after he leaves the room turns well, yeah, into a day. mangy cat, the kind that you would throw a boot at in an alley. Okay. An alley cat. If you were a terrible person. Um, if you were in a cartoon. If you were in a cartoon. Yeah, so uh, do you want stealth or perception or what? Uh, stealth. Stealth. All right. Um, and I just basically taking advantage of. If it's natural, if, if I'm near some foliage, I can make use of that, or... I just want to make no sure. natural foliage, okay. but you can... I mean, you did describe that there was a lot of green stuff planted So through. when you said natural, your description made it, to me, sound like it had to be natural. These are, this is artificial gardens, but... What's they the, are gardens, though. Yeah, just read it again. Uh, but it's a wood elf thing. Right, but if, if Scrim is able to... To just read the thing again. You can you can attempt to hide even when you're li- only lightly obscured by foliage, heavy rain, falling snow, mist, and other natural phenomena. So the foliage, I would. Yeah. The, the point is, it's dark enough that you have okay. you can attempt to hide in. Yeah, is I, what I, I already I, said. So yeah, yeah. You, okay. You, I just want to make sure I have an extra benefit there. I'm re- I'm oh, better better at yeah. hiding than a normal cat is. Yeah. I want to just go for it. There. Go for it. Because normally for there we go. twenty one. And you spent all day as a gardener. That's right. 
Um, parks I know, and Rec. I know where all the parks are. He knows where the booshes are. Parks and are. get wrecked. Boosh. Yeah, parks and get wrecked. What was your total? 21. Mm-hmm. Alright, um, he walks, uh, he walks away from this area and moves, uh, upwards in the city. Actually, he catches a carriage, hops on a carriage, moves upwards a couple levels to the Lantern District. Uh, Lantern District being the uh, main place where the commerce shops shops are. Each shop with different lanterns adorning the uh, the fronts of the shops, lit up in different colors and patterns. Some of them like shooting off sparks uh, uh, and other such uh, uh, like decorations. <laughs> and um, he hops off, and you can tell you you see the look of someone who is good at not making it obvious. But he's watching for a tail. He's like, he looks, he glances. But he misses this tail. And, uh... <laughs> Very good. He, uh, he hops off and then he walks a few blocks in this place. Uh, he, he gets off of the, uh, the, the carriage, he walks a few blocks, and he goes down an alley as you're uh, in your cat form, following him. And then he goes down another alley, and then he comes back out into the main street, and he goes down another alley, and he comes back out into the main street, and he walks down a couple more shops. And then he walks into a cheese shop. How will I resist? <laughs> Roll a will save. Yeah. Uh, scrum, scrum cat. Uh, and he goes up to the counter of the and talks to the cheesier. Cheesemonger. Cheesemonger. And in your uh, cat form, what, what are you doing now? Uh, Scrim uh, is staying uh, outside. Is there some kind of window he can look in? You tell me. Uh, yeah, so he, he basically uh, is a cartoon cat watching in the window of a shop, licking his lips at the heavy cream that Would he's used be... to make the cheese. You hear him say, Gouda. This, this cat? Uh, no. <laughs> I don't, uh, I don't think you can do it. Cat. That's Scrim Cat. That's it's already cat. in the slot. <laughs> so, this is why I'm so reticent to have not drawn anyway. Where is that optimal? Mine. Mine. Such a wild... No one would suspect that cat as a Scrim Cat. <laughs> that scene after they, oil veins animal control friends have caught him and blow dried him. Clearly. So, he's just going to say Gouda, and Scrim goes. Gouda. And uh, the cheesemonger uh, grabs a uh, you know a wedge of cheese. Presumably Gouda. Presumably. Well, unless he's a terrible And hands it to uh, hands it to Vol, who then turns and uh, and then walks deeper into the shop, opens the door, walks through it, closes the door. <clears throat> Call the Foot Clan. We're going in. Scrim, uh, Scrim shapes, uh, back into, gets out of the, leaves Oh yeah, the right in the window. <laughs> um, uh, leaves the, no, leaves the window, unshapes, uh, and, um, and, uh, goes, walks in the door and, uh, goes to the front oh desk. God, you're gonna do it. And says, Gouda. <laughs> the cheesemonger, who's uh, a portly fellow with uh, a waxed 
mustache. Cheese wax. wax. <laughs> and uh, yeah, his fingers are are sticky. Are shiny with cheese oils, oils mm-hmm. as he rubs it into his, his rubs it into his mustache. <laughs> this man smells of cheese. Slicks his hair back. He's already he's hairy back. and <laughs> greasy and fat. Is what he's not greasy. He's well oiled. Well oiled. Well well greasy and hairy and oily. And he says, he's cheesy. And he says, oh, of course. And oh, God, uh, walks over to the little area. There's a bunch of cheese, and he he slices a uh, wedge of gouda and says, ah, oh, this is about to go to Malta. Uh, is it the Just same? Is it the same stuff that the other guy? Yes. Fall? Okay. Um, Scrim nods and he hands it. He says, ah, it'd be uh, two silver. Yeah. Or probably more like 50 copper, I guess, or something. Uh, it's really two silver. Good. Hey, the, the, the foreigner tax. Two foreigner. silver because of a uh, citizen, he asks. There we go. Uh, hmm. uh, he's like looking for like, he says, oh, no, it's a foreigner, eh? Ah, uh, two silver. Scream uh, puts down uh, three silver on the counter. Yeah, oh, much obliged. Thank you. Come back anytime. So over an hour, really you care about money. Uh, and um, and nods and starts walking papers. towards the back. But, um, you put in the thing for me, but I haven't gotten that. Nice mm-hmm. Nope, full size papers that I printed out for. Uh, Maybe. I'm not oh, sure what you. Yeah. For what? Folder somewhere. For this interaction, but oh, uh, fun. This very specific interaction we're having right now. Uh, a cheese selling document? Is it a table of cheese exchange? Cheese Good to high well Coming three years on the fall. Here. But you're not far off. Oh my god. god. Right. Taking off the three silver from my character. Could Munster practically right. be in! <laughs> Fascinating. Munster Hunter. Yeah, Munster Hunter. Taking off three silver that game. Yeah, the Manchego, the monster hunter. Alright, Manchego. Monsieur uh, Manchego. And then, uh, Monsieur. he says, ah, is there anything else uh, I can get for you? Scrim, uh, this is how, how Scrim deceives, by the way. Scrim does not talk. He points to the, uh, to the back door that, uh, Vol went through. And with, like, an eyebrow look. Like, so you are deceiving. Right. Yeah, this is an important gesture here. That's a pretty good price for cheese per my yeah. detailed list of prices. Ah, yeah. yeah, so he points. So Scrimcorn points. Ooh. Scrim uh, points to the back room. Well, there's uh, a shatter. Three. Angels. And, and with, a, with a look that's intentional. With an intentional look. And he, like, hesitates for a moment and says, Come again. Um... Scrim uh, audibly, uh, uh, loudly sighs and rolls his eyes and uh, and like does like a hand brush kind of uh, motion and starts walking towards the door. Come back anytime. <sighs> and uh, what does it take to use the bathroom in a place like this? And goes towards uh, goes towards the door and tries opening it. Oh, oh, wait, so when you said towards yeah, the door, the, there was that, a was, there. that was, uh, sorry, very ambiguous. He does not point towards the front door. No, 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 I knew he didn't point, but when you say he, goes he to the door and heads to the door, I thought you were saying <laughs> to the no. He was not giving up. He was yes. pressing on. That was, he uh, was, was not Act clear. like you belong. He not, was, not clear to me. Yes, let, let me thank you, Um He is acting like he belongs. That is, that is Scrim's only card in the game of poker, so. Okay, okay, then in that case, he doesn't say come back anytime. 
You can't go back there any time. Get the fuck out uh, time. You can't go back there, sir. And when Scream tries to open it, it's locked. Wait, I thought he was doing a deception check. What? I mean, you thought who was doing a deception check? Um, well, it seems like he's trying to act like he belongs there, so. Uh, what, what is said is that, and he tries to open the door and it's locked. Um, uh, then, uh, Scrim says, um, I'm in a bit of a hurry. If you could, if you could help me out, I would be much obliged. And, uh, and grabs his, and grabs his, uh, and grabs his, his coin purse. Jingle it out and meaningful. Roll a, uh, give me a deception check. Let's see some more. You're going more towards the angle of trying to convince yes. the guy he should be here. Definitely. Then he is trying to bribe him. That's a 20. Is that a 20? Hot uh, damn, sir. And that is the final result of 20. Amazing. Sometimes the cheesemonger looks angry. And he just goes, God damn, new recruits. Says, says, when you get in there, you do a refresher on the fucking procedure. And he says, that's gonna be a gold gold piece from my troubles. Scramble rolls his eyes, going, gives him two. (laughs) And gives him a gold piece. (laughs) Just take the money. He walks back behind the counter. Oh, you're in the fire now. Man. And uh, he reaches underneath the uh, the cheese counter, and he gestures. Uh, he goes towards. He attempts to open the door. The door opens. He walks through the door and oh God, deeper into the fire. <laughs> deeper and deeper. Way. Meanwhile, everyone else is like, "Come on, I'm going go. to have to." Eat my like, way out of this. Sick tonight. <laughs> like, what a nice evening. Oh, no stress here. Um, Scrimcoin sees a cheese storeroom. There are shelves on either side with lots of uh, lots and lots of cheeses. Um, oh, cheese. And there is in the back of this room a uh, staircase that leads down. No, a trap door. Ooh. Um, is it obvious? A trapped door? Or no, no, no. A trap door, <laughs> and it is door. open. It is ajar. Wait, is it a door or a jar? Hey. When is a door, not a door? <laughs> is it a trap jar? A trap jar. It's a trap jar. Scrim. Oh, sorry. Scrim was like, I definitely want to get back before you guys all go to sleep. And he's like, I'm going to go in the bathroom. I was like, cool. Oh, that was a great idea, Scrim. I'm sure he's going to see him go to the cheese shop and hustle right back. And I'm like, no, 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 no he's. Definitely not doing that. Hey, this is this is Scrim show now. This is Scrim I was like, for sure, he's pouring back into a van and leaves. No, he's going to the shop. He comes back with Which the heads of both the counselor and the head of the smuggler boss. It's like
you see a glass of water balanced on the top of a door. <laughs> It's a good move. Low tech. How they affect it. I just like the idea that a spell understands the intention of the creation. And it would find a glass on the top of a door. It's like, that's a trap. Intended by its creator to cause harm. Computer vision is like a It's a rain three prank. Set up by a master. So, no, Scrim finds in this room and the trap door no traps. How long does the spell last? Trapped mechanisms. I think it's just one off, actually. Uh, yeah, it's duration instantaneous, so I just uh, get one burst uh, of it. Yeah, it's not like, uh, like it's a sonar. It's not like your, it's not like your fancy no. uh, arcane it stuff. Highlights nothing. Scrim then uh, finds uh, very quickly, uh, looks around for maybe a mouse in this cheese shop. He's going to specifically try to find a small animal. Of course, there's a mouse. It's eating the gouda. He snatches it and casts Animal Messenger. It was like scurrying in because when Scrim's like just standing still, he looks like foliage, and <laughs> the mouse scurried out. Is it like a, a, a flash of a hand, like and you just grab it, like seizing a salmon from the river? Much like that. Uh, and uh, Animal Messenger. But he this doesn't is bite the head off this uh, time. Baby version of message that these oh, arcane guys. Well, and actually, it's not just him. <laughs> these guys can do as well. Um, and uh, it allows him to basically give a description of a guy and actually can say where he is. He's basically going to be, the intention is to send a message to one way so you guys don't get to send anything back. Um, can send uh, a message to back to the party um, and the little mouse will run to where you guys are, send a message of, I believe, 25 words. Um, <laughs> uh, do the mouse voice. Um, well, Scrim delivers, a, whispers into the mouse's ear and when it arrives... Uh, to uh, to mock, he gives a specific description of mock. Um, uh, the the mouse will speak as a mouse, saying, "This is a message from Scram." Like, I regret this immediately. What is <laughs> <laughs> You've already begun. You picked the wrong individual. Mark snatches up the mouse and looks him close with his big eye. <laughs> What? <laughs> on, on level 45 of the tower! He looks over at Baron, who's. Is he seeing this? I'm going in deeper! <laughs> cookie, 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 cookie. Look, did anyone else hear that? Like, box did like, anyone else hear it? Oh, I heard that! The messenger speaks only to a creature matching the description you gave. Uh, but it says it out loud. It delivers, uh, it replicate. oh, it replicates the sound of your voice. Nope, it does not. <laughs> okay, so that is stricken. Yeah. So the it mouse does, does a scrim corn impression. It says out loud. It's true. So that's it the mouse's best shot at doing your voice. It, uh, it says it out loud, so anyone there would, would hear it. Oh, okay. I mean, considering it can't usually do human speech. <laughs> that's pretty good. It says, do you think scrim wants the rat back? When he returns, wait, is that put it in your pocket. Are you sure that's not Scream? Is that Scream? Scream, is that you? Oh, uh, no. I don't think he'd talk about himself in the third person. Has he become <laughs> a rat before? I don't keep oh, track okay. of that. I think he reversed. Yeah. Oh, he, has, he gestures to other things. He says, maybe for safekeeping for your <laughs> brother. I'm not sure. I mean, I don't, it could be him, just in case. I normally call to Vermin to be, you know, eliminated, but. Suppose it could be a 
important relative of Scrims or something. I don't know. <laughs> Another well, one of Ted's kids. <laughs> at least I mean, we know. saw a lot of these. At today. least we know that definitely Scrim <laughs> will not be back tonight. Yeah, Oil Vane keeps it because he doesn't want to get caught or trapped by any of the other uh, pest control people. Uh, so. so is anyone here in the room doing anything? Well, Bear's just packing up to go. Bear's just throwing her pack on. She's looking at you guys like... He says going in. Mark says, oh. If he is in danger and calls for more trouble. Alright, are we deciding then to investigate? Are we going to... Following Scrim is taking a very large risk, and why take that risk if we're not going to kill the person that the Bard King wants us to kill? I just stand outside of Cheese Shop if he sends another mouse. You could always just buy some cheese if you don't want to go. Yes, and there might be good cheese. Well, I mean, what's oh, your inclination? I find myself in a bit of a moral conundrum in this situation. My cousin makes an excellent point that, that this is really not a business that I have any understanding of. Cheese? These are human, no, human nonsense and cities and politics and I, I, I could make arguments about how a government should be run, but then again it has to be run by the people in it and humans are apparently not dwarves and so they just come up with ass backwards methods of doing things so yes, no I don't know your father's that. human is that is this what, what's the right call what would a human do in this situation they would barge in I know that's not most of you but I don't think he more of him than any of us he probably goes to the brothel. He probably <laughs> would go to the brothel. I mean, that seems about right, but, you know. <laughs> to the brothel. <laughs> this seems like a tough problem. <laughs> Maybe that the whores have a solution to this conundrum. Drustin, uh, you send a message back to him, yes? So can Bairn and his players here this week? Bairn, do you do that? I am Bairn very... cast sending all the time. Yeah. I always thought Correct. that was... I thought that was Actually, I think three people in the group cast sending. I can't send. Oh, I thought you can do sending. So that's the thing is that that's... I thought there was a third uh, person. Yeah, I got, I got sending up and cooking. Well, I can send messages. I just shout them very loudly. You can also get sent. Everyone receives my messages. Hey, Mom. Uh, Me? No. How... No. The, this this mouse up. travels at mouse speed, correct? Right, so it would be a while. It would be... It would be... Uh, it would have had to basically travel to you guys, so it would be some, some time has passed. So let's find out what Presumably. has happened to... So if you want to do that. Uh, so Baron sends a sending to... Uh, Metagame. Met Scrimcorn. Does that get read out loud like the... the no, it does, it it does not. Okay. No, sending is... Uh, it's in, it's in the mind, so go ahead. What yeah. are you going to say to him? Uh, Scrim, uh, message received. Uh, what's your status? Do you need backup? Let's find out uh, where Scrim is, right. like, 20 Receiving minutes after he sent that message. Is he currently yeah. being interrogated by me? <laughs> Did he eat all of his cheese? Is he, out, is he fresh out of cheese? <laughs> he got that one piece of Gouda. He just screams the message back because his fingernails are being pulled off. <laughs> Not again! Ah, not the biggie! Not the box. They're giving him a bath. That's no! Oh, Scrim! <laughs> Something horrible is happening. I'll tell you anything. Let me grab it. Let me keep my grudge. Let me exactly. keep my grudge. Is this one? Like those are grub. real grubs. I sourced those grubs on the outside of Silvery Moon. That's the original quality doesn't exist anymore. This last, is the only. My last grub. Sounded your last grub. 
A man down on his luck. Okay. Scrim. After you send the mouse. Infiltrate. Opens the trap door. Opens the trap door. There's a ladder. Climbs down the ladder. I'm trying to figure out. So he opens the trap door, and then he's going to... So you open the trap door, and then he's going to revert once more. How's a cat go down a ladder? Uh, cat has a climb speed, apparently. How's a cat go down a ladder? <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I agree. Like a... I agree. I just want to see the image. Um, Is it like run by run? One, 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 Here's how it goes. Right. It's like All right. jump and then lands. <laughs> nice. No ladder. No ladder. So takes it and, and climbs down. Uh, so I've, you are going as a cat. I'm a cat. So jump down. Scream cat. You're a kitty cat. To the ground. Okay. As a cat. <laughs> and you see... You head down here. Yes. More cheese. Man, Not as much cheese. cheese. Some shelves in here. A couple bits of cheese. Aged cheese. That's aged cheese down here. But kind of a pain to bring cheese up and down the ladder. So. True. Um, there's uh, there's some amount of cheese in here, and there is a chair and a table and some parchment uh, on that table, and there is a door that. Uh, Heads on uh, what would look like it would be geographically like further back from the front door, but now down here. And the ladder went down about 15 feet, so like kind of like a story and a half. So it's deeper. Down. It's deeper. Um, uh, Scrim is going to uh, go over to the door. Yeah. Is it a closed door? Uh, it's a closed door. It is. It's on. The door's, door's on. on. Uh, he gives a listen with his cute little kitty ears. Roll perception check. Gladly. Um, would that be my... That's a wisdom, right? So it's a mental stat? Yes. So I get my skill. Just plus three. Okay, so it's just two more. That's it. It has a wisdom of 12, so yeah. Okay, that makes sense. That's fine. Oh, I'm feeling good. It's 24. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, God. You hear everything. I hear all the mice I'm going to eat. You hear a lot of voices. You hear tons of voices. Um, you hear, you hear dozens at least of people talking and talking over each other. A whole bunch of conversations happening all at the same time. Uh, picking it out, he's hearing uh, just general chit chat. Oh, I went to the market today and I uh, decided to finally go to that shop you told me about. Yes. He's hearing small talk. Uh, you just sweet on Throw the out some small talk. He's like. Ugh. That uh, gambling ring we set up is not being half as profitable as we thought. Damn vengeance takers are on us like white on rice. Because that's how humans talk. I like rice. <laughs> oh, my, so wife, my wife made me rice last night. It was really good. We tried that recipe you gave us. It was really nice. Yeah, my wife can't cook for shit. <laughs> Want to trade sometime? No. Fucking okay. human. Stop Well, off. she's really Stop good at that. <laughs> Uh, my mother-in-law's coming to town next week. Oh. <laughs> They're the worst. <laughs> They're the worst. 
So this is what you hear, My and you hear the sounds of uh, sounds of people like uh, uh, you know like like thuds like on tables and uh, people walking around, and it sounds like a hustling and bustling. Um, Stuff going on. Has anyone seen my cat? Sprint is going to. Does it sound like a cat fighting arena? Uh, Scream is going to take. Uh, is going to on wild shape. Uh, back into Scrim Man. How many more of those you got? Man's That's it. Until I short rest. Oh, you're not getting out of this one. But, um, I wish you could have long short rest. How long? Uh, at least one hour. One hour. Okay. Okay. Table, right? Taking a one hour nap on the table. Should take an hour. But, uh, but yeah, so it's, so I can't do it again without uh, you can rest. Without rest. You can. We can just go sit in that cellar and eat some cheese and hang out. <laughs> just, just pass it out. Where'd you do with my rat? Fun, fun RP fact, Scrim is lactose intolerant. <laughs> no cheese for you. Or yes cheese. But he had to eat the Gouda to look like he belonged there. I'm going to pay for this in about ten minutes. I am fatigued. That's yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of work. Uh, so, uh, exhausted, that's what I'm thinking of. Um, Scrim uh, goes into man form and is going to go through the door. And look like he belongs and just walk into uh the cheese he's gonna open the door and see what he sees when Scrim opens the door it opens up into a very long room there's a couple of uh it opens up into a long room with two rows of tables that just end to end span back maybe a hundred feet in this area and there's two hallways that immediately go off to the right and left but you know out to some other area while this area and there's just a ton of people at these tables and they are uh there's objects on the table as they're they're grabbing them and doing something and they put them in like a sack here someone passes it down the row and you're seeing like uh, there's like textiles uh, bolts of fabric and over there you see like uh, uh Someone's like pulling out daggers out of uh, uh, out of sheaths, sticking them back in, like grabbing another thing, inspecting, and uh, but topless ladies processing cocaine. But standing, uh, but standing right in front of him, not standing right in front of him, but sitting right in front of him is a like desk with a person sitting behind it, looking right at Scrim as he walks through the door. Uh, She's. it's like an old, uh, not old, old, but like a, like a middle-aged uh, woman, just like, you know, in her 40s, slightly above average weight, and... Uh, I think uh, of that one, like, lady monster, like the desk work from Monsters, Inc. Yeah, yeah, like that, that look, <laughs> right? And... Like uh, an administrator. Her, her basically just like very you. stereotypical movie administrator lady. Yes. And yeah. It's uh, she looks at Scrim and says, Designation. Um, Scrim uh, takes a second and is specifically uh, just looking around more. So not, not, he doesn't just like not respond to her, but he is buying himself one more round to look around. He squeezes two rounds because one round he squeezes Lucky Cricket. 
Um, and I'm gonna do an active perception check and basically just absorb every detail I can see. Wow, your extremely high rolls are 26. (laughs) (laughs) I see it. I'm heading to Vegas later tonight. (laughs) Game on. So what's, so what, what's right, your, what are you doing with this This is the right session to hand Scrimcorn the torch and say, go, uh, make, go make it rain. <laughs> takes a second, like he is responding to her, but he kind of like, she says that, and he just holds the cricket and just looks around and is like, I'm cataloging this in my scrim brain. Um, so high, he was, it means he was cool enough that he doesn't get hassled while he's doing it. And, uh, and then uh, with no desire to kind of continue further, um, but uh, but uh, a little too savvy to just turn around and leave. Um, <clears throat> he says, uh, <clears throat> "You just pass on to Vol that we're considering his offer." And that's all he says. Vol says, says, "What offer?" You can say it to me yourself. Oh, no! no! I know. Oh, no! <laughs> He's so cool. He There was never any cheese. <laughs> what you ate? Am I on TV? <laughs> I'm so tired though. <laughs> what have I been eating? Uh, he steps out from one of the, like the side yes. hallway there to the right. <clears throat> he says, "You tailed me here." <clears throat> Scrim with a smile on his face because he feels as accomplished as How accomplished as I do. Me out? Um, uh, and uh, <clears throat> and he says. <clears throat> I wanted to see if, uh, if you were the real deal. He says, gotta say I'm impressed. He says, want the tour? Oh, yes. <laughs> want the tour. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> we're wrong, gotta make that out here. Well, I guess we're going in black market style, guys. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> to the man who's brought you triple prices of silver and moon, here comes the tour. <laughs> Why not? He, uh, and he gestures to the administrator and says, He says, He's with me, don't worry about it. He says, All right. Great. And, uh, All right, now. At what point does the message get back to him? Uh, that's coming. That's coming. All right. And, uh, so Vol, uh, just puts his arm around Scrimcorn, dagger in his other hand, as he's, uh, he's just, like, twisting it around in one hand, like, he stands it up on the uh, on the point and balances it for a second, then God, flips it up and grabs the handle. Is he, is he doing like, like those pen tricks with it? Might be like yeah, he's doing like pen tricks, yeah. like moving it around, just doing all one-handed things as he puts Strim his arm sees what he's doing. Okay. And he says, "Gotta say, I was expecting. Uh, uh, I was expecting that. Uh, I wanted to use a like a slur for drow, but gray ears." I was expecting that gray ears to be the one that would uh, that would put the tail on. Looks like he could hide in an alley. Oiling sneezes. He says you're not exactly inconspicuous on first sight. Says, oh dang, I want to think of something really cool. Can't. Take a minute. You're speechless. I know. I get that a lot. And (laughs) I'll take it. He says the admin lady is just like. He's walking you down the hallway, and he says, uh, "He says this is the main uh, uh, 
He says, this is the first intake of much of our goods that we bring uh, from Deepa Mascar before we categorize it, uh, check it for quality. Can't, uh, he says, don't give those Deepa Mascaris an inch, they'll take a mile. <laughs> he says, yeah. Is we catalog it all and uh, line it up for the most likely buyer. He says, over there, the weapons, they're all heading to Thay these days. And he says, over here, the, uh, over here, the uh, magical textiles, those get sold to the, uh, to the traders uh, that come to port. Um, and he says, and uh, over there, he says, there's our Tekle operation. This all comes uh, straight and pure from Deep Mascar, and we uh, package it up for the uh, we package it up for the fighting pits and other various places here in town. What was the word he said? Tekel. Tekel. Spell it. Crank. T e k k i l. Is that? Does Scrim know? Does Scrim not ask? That is. One does not ask in this situation. Does Scrim have some Tekel on him? That is not a drug that Scrim is familiar with. Scrim is. He goes for more, less processed. Like, do you ask for a hand? Can I have some? Scream does not. Scream does not. Sure, man. He says, anyway, I can only, uh... And he, like, he shows, like, a bit more, and he says, uh... He says, anyway, that's how the sausage is made. He says, I can only assume you followed here either to, uh, find out where I'm all about, put a knife in my back, or just see if you can trust me. Which one is it? I'm still deciding. Oh, well, that's a very nice well then. <laughs> and uh, and Scrim uh, Scrim looks satisfied. Looking around, a- ask him how the money gets back to the people. If he's like propping up this whole fucking economy. I, I, I was I was um, that's that's been on my mind. I'm gonna you get credit for bringing it up, just prompting you. But I was gonna think that I was thinking about that as well. And uh, and Scrim says <clears throat> so. If all the money for all the sales goes back to the Deepa Mascari, is it in bribes? Is it in taxes? How is how is this wonderful community that you talk about actually being funded by what you're doing? He's got one arm behind Scrim, and with his other hand, he pats his chest. So Scrim Corn says, "You leave that to the bean counters." Uh, uh, he says, "They don't work in this building." So you leave that to the bean counter. It's a very complicated uh, city economies and all of that. Like, I know Figuring beans. out how to make the money goes where it needs to go. And he says, all you got to worry about, as you can see, we're a thriving, legitimate operation here. He says, we'll make good on our promise. 100 gold for a hammer. 1,000 gold for a toilet seat. Scrim has... He, he, Val has successfully made Scrim less interested by referring him to accountants. <laughs> Scrim will not press the question. He's leading you out to the exit now. Yeah. Scrim does not that is the when cheese door. Out through the cheese door, and that is when Scrim gets the sending message in his head. Which was, Scrim, message received. Uh, what's your location? What, what's your status? Do you need backup? Now, you can respond telepathically, is that correct? Correct. Yep. Well, I thought you responded out loud. Well, hang on. That's a good question. Let's check. I'm pretty sure it's telepathic. You sent a short message, 25 words or less. Your creature was you familiar. The creature hears the message in its mind, recognizes you as a sender if it knows you, and can answer in a like manner immediately. In a like Spell enables creature with a touch So that, that's what it says. The creature hears the message in its mind, recognizes you as the sender if it knows you, and can answer in a like manner 
manner immediately. There's That's the only verbiage time. on the topic. Goes in your head. That's fine. It's it's from your head for now. Okay. Um, That's good enough. Strim uh, responds uh, in his head, saying, uh, <clears throat> "No backup. No, no backup needed." Um, Met with Vol, got the tour. Uh, heading back soon. Cookie, cookie, cookie. <laughs> it doesn't really matter, but you're supposed to speak, says Mike Morales. Huh. Mike Morales says can, It's more fun to do telepathically, but whatever. I like the idea that you just say it out loud. You are loud. supposed to speak? Mike like Morales says yes. I, say I think it's more fun if it's out loud. I'm okay. I'd rather we could do it out loud. That would be that, amazing that, that you if you just casually situation. say that that's out loud. That that's a little bit of a. Community ruling is. That's a little bit of a. Actually, I was gonna do something more clever to try to make it subtle and like I'm talking to both. I'm just gonna say that exact thing out loud. Uh, in earshot of Vol. Vol still got his warm around his shoulders. Yeah. So he's he's right there and he. What does the scrim say? Uh, oh yeah, what, just what he said? No uh, yeah, he says, needed. no backup needed. Met up with Vol, got the tour, heading back now. And then you just turn. He says, made the right choice there, scrim. And pats his chest again. Uh, and uh, But he's still got him your eye. He says, tell me. He says, what it cost you to pass that uh, the cheesemonger upstairs? Gentleman doesn't kiss and tell. Uh, he, uh, he says, very well. And he gestures for you to climb up the ladder. And, uh, he does so. And, uh, he climbs up after you. Like, right after you. Like, he's right all up in there. And he's coming up, and he puts his arm back around, uh, Scrim's, uh, Do you wear pants under your cloak? Is he getting the full view if you're going first up that ladder? That's, that's, that's my curious. I think there's a lot of kilts in this world. Scrim down. Even not even counting scrim, I feel like there's a lot of kilts and there's a lot of yeah. line cloths. And it's comfortable. Definitely uh, I think he's got some some I think what we I don't know where my picture is. Um He's got some some pant kinda like it's not more necessarily about what you can see, but what you can smell it too. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's, it's disgusting. It's disgusting, but he's not just dang. Okay, I was curious. Yeah, that's fair. That's a fair question. More of a you know, as a power display. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we came back to the top of the ladder. I just go. <laughs> so, uh, he he says, "Well, it's nice talking to you again." He says, "I hope you take the offer." <clears throat> and he's playing with the knife. And. And he says, you'll hear from us soon. He flips the knife up and grabs it by the tip. And then, with a quick flick of his wrist, goes right between the eyes of the cheesemonger. <gasps> who just it goes thunk into the hilt and he just oh, falls shit. down silently. Scrim didn't tell how much he paid him because oh. he figured that would get him in more trouble. But I guess that was the bottom, <laughs> was the, the bottom rung. Uh, Ball heads outside and he turns off the two lanterns outside the cheese shop. Uh, oh, Scrim, who uh, we're all we're all we see a lot of violence. I, I think it's pretty it's pretty safe if someone does not want to 
uh, respond to uh, to violence in, in um, viscerally. And uh, yeah, Scrim does not does not go like, oh no, what did you do? He just uh, that was an option. <laughs> I see you treat your people yeah. with a certain level of respect. Yeah, raising eyebrow doesn't say anything. Scrim's trying to keep as few words as possible because uh, <laughs> he's more cool tonight than he usually is. So. He's gonna get home and he's just gonna be like, This is awesome! Let's go to a fighting pit right now! We're gonna go to a fighting pit! We gotta go get some tackle and get rid of it! Cheese! 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 You should see me! And so, yeah, he walks home. Stream arrives back, but. 20 minutes later, I assume if anyone was looking to go to bed, probably the news that Scrim was meeting with Vol probably kept everyone awake. C- couple, couple pints deeper, but uh, still, still kind of talking about the situation. This is an extremely controversial and high-stakes decision in mm. Mock's mind, and so I imagine the conversation continued to wander back and forth, talking about human culture, and ah, this time, and you know, whatever, my... My, uh, remember our, our uncle in the, uh, on the, uh, the, the, uh, Valdenar side, one of, one of Drustin's, uh, relatives, and blah, 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 and kind of, yeah, just meandering conversation. Maybe some more commentary about Skullport and how we're all taking this far too seriously. Aurora tries this is, to this tell you This is very regulated stories. smuggling when, all, when you really consider it, right? <laughs> Aurora tries to tell you all stories of the first Bard King. Uh, and is, uh, I'm sure, rapidly drowned out. Uh, <laughs> is, is Aurora just a good really storyteller, or she, does she just know a lot of the stories? She knows a lot of the stories. Her charisma is ten, so I would say oh. she is not a good storyteller. And her wisdom is eight, so she doesn't pick great times to start telling them either. No, that's worse. It's the roll of a dice. It's just that the I feel not like it's a good time. Aurora's all like, and then, then, and then. Do you know what he did next? Yeah. You'll never like, guess. So, <laughs> so, uh, Scrim shows up. So, Scrim shows up, you know, roughly an hour after, uh, an hour after he originally left. Just looking really smug. He's got a smug mug. Alright, Scrim walks into the group. Uh, and. What does he tell them? What'd you see? How did it go? You said you saw a tour? You met with Vol? He says, Why did he say to Vol? Wasn't... Did he mention me? He, uh... <clears throat> I could tell he knew. I could tell he wanted to. Like, like, oh, I wish I could fight her. I could tell... my metal. I could tell he wanted to, but was intimidated by me, I think. Yes. That has alcohol in it. Yes, that is likely. Thank you. Oh, I, uh, ruined it, Greg, sorry. I will. No, it already had alcohol in it. If you no, put alcohol in it, I, I took I took the unalcoholic version though. I think which is what. Oh, good. I'm gonna pour this and drink it. Okay. It has alcohol in it, so if you want to drink alcohol, then I, it's okay. Yes. Okay. Greg, more and more, Greg, we're worried about you. Speak to me. We're worried about I you. I want Greg. to drink. Continue to speak. Okay. Okay. So first, you go in, and then. Uh, it says. Um, <clears throat> He says, it was more, I think it was more important to confirm that, uh, that Vol's a real deal than, uh, than worry about, uh, him knowing that we know if he actually is or isn't. This he seems, he, it seems, uh, everything he said 
seems to be true when it comes to the size of the operation, how organized it is, and, uh... What sorts of goods are they trading? Weapons, textiles, some drugs. And he doesn't say, he says some substances. Uh, yeah, crafting materials, surely you mean. And he eyes like the mushroom pouch on Scrim's bells. <laughs> um, and, uh... Alchemy tools. <laughs> Hey, don't mess with that shit! That's yeah. medical. Surely, surely for the, the research and betterment of uh, production. Look, says, it seems we've it? been talking this whole time about whether or not we want to kick this nest or try to prop up a, a puppet of a king. He says, for what it's worth, without a song of partnership, I don't think any of us were that sure that we could trust what Val was saying. But after I saw... What I did, seems like both these offers are pretty legitimate. Unfortunately, that does make the decision harder. I don't think it is that hard. Does Scrim talk about the demise of the cheesemonger? Yes. Do you Scrim, uh, Scrim does not... Uh, well, he said what he said so far. Right, he said so what he said so far. Um, uh, he doesn't... He doesn't. He wouldn't hide that kind of thing, but he... Yeah, just you, guys, you guys know that Scrim... You guys know that when Scrim gives an update, he doesn't necessarily go into some of the gruesome details sure. about his past or anything like that. Well, so what you see? Can, you can press it. So, yeah, if you do press it, um, uh... You, you, you said you got a tour. What mm-hmm. all... What, 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 what was the operation like? Is there handling, uh... How many people? What are their numbers? Um, and Scrim did a perception check, so... Oh, yeah, Scrim's got a really good mental image numbers. of it. No, he saw... He saw probably 60 people actively working 60 100 feet just ignore it if the math doesn't work out 60 people okay. uh, along these uh, with space for many more with space for many more 60 people at 100 feet oh yeah that would be you could do, you could do 100 on each nice slide it's a nice shift it's actually like, yeah, a little, it was a little bit light there was empty areas on the table that could have uh, could have been busier coffee mugs so about 60 people working at that time uh, plus administrator there were a couple people walking around uh, working at these areas uh, lots of people in the area that he said was uh, uh, <clears throat> in the tackle lots of uh, um, were they wearing gloves pe- and masks and stuff they were or was it yeah they were wearing uh, I mean not latex Gloves. No, but like, I guess, I guess it'd be Magic. leather, yeah, thin leather gloves, and uh, wearing a scarf over their uh, faces as they were like handling some sort of uh, substance, uh, and so yeah, about sixty people is what you saw in there, and uh, yeah, and he, he reports all back walks of life, all the details of uh, of the workings of that, and um, and uh, but does say uh, <clears throat> he says uh, <clears throat> Vol. Vol himself is definitely the ruthless sort. And, uh, I feel like double-crossing him might be more dangerous than than going against the Bard King. So, I don't, if we haven't agreed to anything with Vol, I, think, I don't think he'd come after us. But if we try to play both sides, I'd be more concerned about Vol's wrath than what was the Bird King's name? Ardem. Then Ardem's. Yeah. Well, Ardem, both of these sorts, let's all remember, are trying to name their own terms as if they're in 100% control when we are the one with the services in demand as well. There's nothing that prevents us from going back to Ardem and saying, yeah, fuck off with killing your, your fucking uh, magistrates, as Oil would say. 
<laughs> but he can use the wand on the magistrate. But we know who Slurum. He can do what he wants with him. Yeah, but we know who who Vol is and what his role is and what his operation is, and we'll trade that straight up for the uh, the, uh, the trade visas or uh, the inspector's position. Uh, a bargain can always be struck, especially when Vol's as desperate to maintain secrecy as he is, and the king is as desperate to make his own progress. Vol was a shrewd man. As as Scrim said, though, any departure from the proposed terms involves a healthier amount of risk. I like the risk. How did you You get in to this place? And why did you not ask for me to You said the cheese plate? There was a building. There's just a a back room? Compound under the the cheese shop. I overheard overheard the password which today or at least when I went in was Gouda but I don't think that password would work again why not? why wouldn't it? I imagine that if he hasn't moved the entire facility they'd at least change the password the cheese shop's name was let it breathe (laughs) (laughs) which one of you is if the smuggling operation is even still under let it breathe a smuggler, a, worth half his, a smuggler worth half his salt would change the password. And the location, as you say. Weapons to th- A better cheddar. To Thay, he said. I, I mean, that's a rather unsavory place. Well, this like is a rather unsavory place. And it's not any home I'd ever have in a skyclave. <laughs> but out of curiosity, I mean... We'll certainly vote either way, but how does Morden view smuggling versus murder? Well, we should ask him. Uh, or jailbreak versus murder, I doesn't guess. Doesn't he do a thing where imagine, he asks Morden questions and Morden says, eh? Imagine, Mary, <laughs> imagine Master Baldurk would have, a, would have a sense of the severity of each Sin. Sin get used to uh, sure. Religion. Yeah, yeah, works. Sin's good. Um, no, sin is I bad. Mean, I know that. Mm, I picked that up. I mean, I can't. Like I said, we'll vote, but as it is, I can't imagine breaking someone out of jail, even if they are an unsavory sort that supports an unsavory activity. Mock finishes draining his latest tanker. He's getting close, guys. Slams it down and says, whatever the decision, and to be very clear, I could go both ways and be fine. Don't give a damn about this city. And we're looking forward to be on to the next adventure and back to good dwarven lands with dwarven ale and good dwarven armor. And he says, Adric and... What I'm trying to say is I'll not get caught up in the smuggling life again. I won't do it. It's brought me too much pain. And I won't smuggle again. Not now or never. So never be part of the terms. He's starting to talk like Drustin. I think it's time to cut him. No, he's talking like Drustin. It's time to cut him off. He starts drinking that tankard that Bearjaw just poured for him. He is grown adult. Or a dwarf, he is grown. Scrim puts some of his, uh, some from his pouch into his, into his Scrimcorn, Scrimcob pipe. 
Besides, he's uh, more fun when he is like this. And begins his paranoia. <laughs> Bearjaw has officially figured out how to, how to carouse with Be- with uh, with Mock. And Aurora has figured out that his limit is when he starts using nay and nary. That's right. And, he slip, when he slips and that's into that. and, and after he slips past that, that's when things get uh get to be great on the carousing. Linguistically correct. Stocksy. Yes. But but Fohammer. So are you against us being smuggled? He says, us being smuggled? There's no avoiding that, is it? Fake inspectors or fake visas? Ah, I'll just not... It's the merchandise scream. It's the... It's got to be honest, clean goods. Business transactions are above board. And I'll not be bringing goods back from there without the proper authorization. Or the other way around, from here over to that land. Scrim furrows his brow and takes a pop. All right. Most of us are ready to leave both in bareness had a few drinks because he's frustrated and he's, you know, trying to drink with his cousin to sort yeah. of get clear head so he can figure out what should do in this drink to get a clearer situation. head. That's yeah, we're, warm, we're just trying to simplify things. It's much simpler when you're. Few deep. I bet the folks at Deep Mascot. I'm not. I'm still convinced. Maybe we send them a sample of oil vein, and maybe they'd be like, "Oh yes, come right in. We'd oh, love yes. to talk to you." Put us. Put him in your laboratory. It will be. And we okay. can leave this whole Everything mess behind. Be I'd rather walk it in myself. If we can. I mean, that's our main goal is to get in. And I don't. I think once we're in there, I mean, whatever arrangements we have about smuggling, I don't think any of that matters anymore. Let's just put ourselves in one of their crates. Maybe they will not notice. Hmm. I think they'll notice you. I am, yeah, a, I am yeah, very large crate. and impressive. It is true. She does not take Offset. that flaming mask off. I'm not, I could perhaps. Let's add a large belch and he goes well, that is good. We know what leverage we have against the Bard King but I don't think we hold much power over Vox, but perhaps we could ask for a sweetener. He slaps himself. He says he threatened to reveal our position to Adric, which was not too kindly a thing to say to me, and made me want to squeeze his gullet till he stopped breathing. I was okay with that plan. I would have done it. But. I would have preferred you do it too, Bergeron. You're much better. At Next it. time you just make a face, and I will see face and say, "Okay, I will crash." I'm inclined. I'm inclined. Okay. No, we, we could if we decide that we're amenable to his black market options. We could say, "Well, we have a few possibilities, but we're willing to go with your best offer, as long as instead of throwing us under the bus with my, yeah, ill-gotten grandpater." You send him a smokescreen and send him diversions on the other way. Yes, yeah, Ensure some fire. sort of uh, safety. If he's got the, the connections and represents power in this city, he may be able to help us out when instead he could hurt us. I mean, frankly, that old fellow, he, he, he just rubbed me the wrong way. He comes in with threats and he's just unsavory tight with his bulging muscles and... The man has leverage. I was okay with him. He is clearly a fighter. He has resources. He has information. Hey! We were both okay. He's a man of means, man. A man of means. The king king offered us hospitality, fine drink, 
Dresden was also straightforward dealing. I appreciated everything about him. I think he's a good chap. Up until the murders, right, cousin? I don't know. I think it's just the one murder. I mean, under some strictures, maybe theft is a punishment by death. It's all I don't. Cousin, we've done a lot of drinking together, but you know how this is going to end. Whatever you choose, I'll, I'll back you. I'm far too wasted to make any sort of uh, ultimate decision. Rome is all human laws. It's all nonsense and higgledy-piggledy and made Would up. Would you be drinking all night and not be announced more human than when we started? What do you think, Berger? That's for the better. Berger, Scrimcorn, Olvain, Aurora, I, what? Brother, I, you... I say we fight the big bulgy man. You should learn it's very Jagger easy. Tricks. It's one man. <laughs> I want to see how to stop bulgy. The bulgy man. Ball? Yes, that one. The knife flicker. Yes, knife flicker. That's what's if, what we're I think if Oil Vane learned some of those dagger tricks, that would, that would get us very good. So you want us to beat him up or, like, become friends with him? What, we what are you suggesting? No, the we juggling zap him with that of the knife. The goo. The goo the, thing. The goo. We zap him with that, and then we just take his head off somehow, like... Oh no, he is so strong. No head, well, it does one, not matter. That one didn't care about that. A lot of muscles in the neck. But it was the job <laughs> that the king wanted, yes? I don't know that he's the minister. Is he not? We're he's going to be high up. No, we, we squeeze him. He's not him. a minister. He's going to know who the minister we is. We squeeze him until he tells us who the minister is. He would is. know who the minister is. He didn't look like a minister and... I don't know what a minister is. Well, he, the, the, the king wanted two people, one or two. He was marry a minister. He was marry a minister. Just to know the ministers, I was doing political research all day long. Yeah. What is a minister? I, I am very <laughs> who, confused. Who are the Government minister? official. Oh, not not an underworld not, not criminal bulgy muscle knight. Which minister do you type. think he works for, Scrim? More wearing robes Did and you ha- fancy hats. Did you get any hats. clues in the place you went to? He seemed as much a true believer as Artem's did about the importance of Skyclave. Perhaps there the was in the are too. smuggling operation. There was an oil painting of a minister, and it said, "Our Lord and Savior, the dirty politician." <laughs> the dirty politician. <laughs> the one oh! who leaves us. <laughs> well, that's useful. Yeah. <laughs> was it a like a it's general blurry. idea of <laughs> the concept so of the general politician? Or a specific politician. Was it George Washington or was it George Bush? I was going to name a random one, but then you guys wouldn't be able to get it out of your heads that I did say one of the names. and you, Then all the rest of the conversation would be about, did Greg say the actual one, <laughs> thinking that, that we would think there's Wait, no way you would Wait, it's a train station? Like, actual train station? Train. And then <laughs> three months from now, we would still be in Skyclave. Wait, was that Absolutely. real cheese? Like... No, it was a figurative cheese shot. That's what you call drugs. Like, you gotta get the cheese, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Try to get that Gouda. That Gouda Screw his fucking brain. Like, right shit. Yeah. He's not like doesn't tell her. You're still at the top of the ladder after you check for traps going like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, we're going to tour with Guys, I did so good. Everyone thought it was so cool. I rolled so I high. I'm sitting on a crate, like, watching There's you, like, playing with nothing. I'm so sneaky. And I talked to a mouse. I'm a cat right I'm now. I'm a cat. <laughs> Take us a hell of a drug. Take us one hell of a drug. Hell of a drug. But seriously, I think what Baron did last say was like, "What do you guys weigh in? How do you guys weigh in?" 
Baradon was pretty clear. Maka's backing Baron on this one. Aurora says, I, I like the idea of the Bard King better than the smugglers. At least then, we're working for someone who's above board. I do like that too. Plus it's a king, helping out a king. You know, often you get to help out a king. <laughs> I don't like I saying agree. king. And, and not just the a king, king the, the Bard King. He will write the history from for decades. Narora starts trying to tell a story and then realizes no one is listening and backs off. Yeah. I mean if I mean if that's what it takes to get to Deeper Mascar, I'm just killing some people. I mean if if it gets us there, why not? And so you're ambivalent, or you have a particular preferred method? You, you had, if you had your druthers, to kill somebody, or between the two jobs, between the two jobs, kill a minister jobs. and a smuggler, or go kill some guards or incapacitate guards and go rescue jailbreak. jailbreak. Well, I feel like if we kill the minister and a smuggler, it's going to be less trouble because that means, I mean, we know how much the bard king wants them dead, and who's to say if we cooperated with someone like Vol? That the minister, that the Bard King would want us dead for that too. So I mean, if he like kill two people, get rid of some criminals, or you know, and still be on the right side of the law here, or if we, you know, as opposed to stealing things and potentially having a whole entire city against us, that sounds bad to me. Mm. Or it could be a pretty cool. The thieves are hiding. If they were truly in the power, they wouldn't be hiding. So as far as who to have in our favour, the ones who are hiding are certainly not the more powerful ones. We must remember, though, to have the ones who are in power in our favour means only the Bard King. All of his soldiers and all the King's men will definitely be coming for us as we try to carry out our mission. Is that or work with the smugglers? You seem not interested in that. I'm not interested in working with any smugglers. I'm not very interested in working with the Bard King. Say I'd rather just go to the Fine, Yamaska. you are saved. You were very anti-interested. I'm not interested in these missions. <laughs> I'm very sleepy. I, and nothing See, else. I told you we had to cut him off after he started talking like Drusten. One more. I now. think he is okay. I think he will agree with Baron. We must talk to Baron. Baron, Baron does a brief medical assessment of his cousin. You're like, all right, sobriety check, cousin. Oh, open at him. Yeah, walk the line. Yeah, touch your fingers to nose. <laughs> Recite the dwarven statements. What are the What are the twelve tenets of Morden? Thou shalt not eat a rock. Mom draws and he says, he says there's eight types of basic gem crafting methods. Yeah. They got the quarter cut and <laughs> that five, doesn't count five you half cuts. There's you start with the right angle and you, there's free angle deviations from Scrim the just, standard cut. On a softer gem in the new moon. He just turns away from Mark <laughs> in the new moon. Not that it helps, but uh, both the Bard King and the Smuggler both seem just as delusional and just. As, uh, how beefy was the barking? Full of conviction <clears throat> that their method of maintaining order in the city was vital to the prosperity and safety of everyone in it. You do not believe them? No, I just mean that 
If you're worried about the greater good, both of them seem to think the entire system would unravel if the thing they're asking for didn't happen. So one of them must be wrong. Well, Smuggler seems to think that all of the prosperity of the city is reliant upon the smuggling operation, which would dry up if we killed the minister. Mm-hmm. And the Bard King seems to think that if the smuggling operation continues, that city underbelly would destabilize the whole city. So So we do not know what is true. Well, what I mean is, if you're worried about the murder of one individual person, <clears throat> on both sides it seems like we're hearing that more is at stake. Perhaps it is more important than to find out which one of them is more correct. If we care. They both seem we pretty care? convinced. Ben cares, and I care about them. I care about you too, Berjo. <laughs> you are very drunk. Marcus, he's passed out. It helps <laughs> me think so clearly sometimes. <laughs> Gets past all the higgledy-piggledy and down to the core of the thing. Okay. Um. What do you? What do you think? aside. Will you fight me now? What, what do you, do you think? think? I mean, problem is we're apples. Hang on, hang on, hang on. He asked him. <laughs> Let's do that for a second. Absolutely, one of them reaches under his cloak and it gives you the mouse back. As he's thinking, for you, you is the mouse alive? Scrim. He doesn't pay attention. He just it could be a he hands, <laughs> he hands the live rat. Scrim <laughs> is puffing on his pipe and takes the rat. And was a mouse. Tosses, <laughs> taking that and tosses it over his shoulder. <laughs> hey, if you don't want like, it, you know, dispose of it properly and put it outside. I don't want it crawling on me in my sleep. Oh, it already, it already scurried behind some furniture. Hold on, I will take care of it. Berda tracks down the mouse. Oh, she's moving furniture. Oh yeah. Yeah, Baron gets furniture. up and Don't starts. Don't worry, tra- I got this. Helping, but it's like she could move the whole couch herself. Ooh, so he's like, you on it? It's very unbalanced. So, while Baron and Bearjaw are like tearing apart the furniture to get at this mouse that's screaming <laughs> all around in their in their drunken state. Don't Oil vein. No, no, no. You Wait, scare stop, it stop, in the stop, corner. Stop. Oil vein and scrim corn. I want this. I want a moment here. Do I think about this? I mean. You know, I mean, I feel like if, granted, I mean, killing guards, killing smugglers and and, and, and ministers, I mean, I guess it kind of ends up same in the end as far as having dead people that were responsible for, but I feel like usually we try to avoid getting on the bad side of a whole entire city. Seems inevitable with this, this can I, situation. Can I make an observation? You're like the one person who comes from a place like the entire economy of Skullport is built on bad deeds. Mm-hmm. Like an economy that functions on extra legal type of interactions. I mean how does this how does this compare to like Is like, there even a legal mm-hmm. entity in Skullport? Right. Like, there were, strongest like in terms in terms of there being absolute good and evil in this world, like that is an evil city that okay. also functions. And just for the story yeah. actually just for the story, Scrim asks, um, <clears throat> is this anything like Skullport? I mean, if it was like Skullport, it'd be all smugglers, because that's yeah. like, that's just the way things were done there. But it seems like this place is different. So if this was a smuggler bard and a smuggler knife juggler, 
Knife smuggler juggler? Well, what would you choose if we were in Skullport? I mean, if it was Skullport, we'd pick the winning side. Whoever's strongest. I mean, that's just how you survive there. But here, I don't... I'm not really familiar. I mean, it seems like the Bard King is the strongest one. So, he's got... He's got so much more power. And from my experience, if someone looks like they can crush you, you don't want to piss them off. But... Bard King did seem to have... Even if there's a lot of under-the-table power and incredible knife skills, <laughs> Vol might be the easier one to get at. I mean... I mean, did he... He thinks about... Uh, so in terms of what we uh, had what we know of what Mark saw involved, because he did this the thing where he was able to look yeah, at he it. Communicated he communicated it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He, he did. He, he, he talks about how the, the guy wasn't a... No pushover. Was, wasn't a pushover. Like, we could, yeah, we could have taken him for sure, but he was just no slouch and mm. probably like a real... Yeah, he just... just not a soldier, but definitely a fighter. Yeah, I feel like, you know, I mean... Just as, in general... You know, I would, uh, if I had to kill somebody, I would kill him. And that minister guy, I don't know, I don't really like politicians. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it comes down to. <laughs> Oil veins hate of politicians. <laughs> I mean, they're all Scrim. criminals, you can call them whatever you want, but they're Scrim all... says, I know what you mean. <laughs> oh. So yeah. what, what are you, you want? Says, I know you spent time with this full character. I'm on the fence, but uh, I think uh, I think you might be right. I'd rather have the Bard King owe us a favor than the Vol at the end of the day. If one of them, both of them are in a position that if we need work for them, it'd be easier for them to uh, kill all of us than worry about and worry about a paper trail or a word getting back, then I'm more confident than Vol would. Do Bearjaw and Baron catch the mouse? I mean, is, is there a roll involved here? I want, I want I would, either, I mean, yeah. either a roll or a yes, no die, but I think a roll. A roll feels I think, satisfying. I, I think a roll. Dexterity or wisdom? Uh, I think, I think Baron, Baron is going to assist Bearjaw in this. Um, what's, what's, the, what's related? What's the... St- the stat. It's gonna be it's animal handling. It's gotta be acrobatics. <laughs> animal handling. So dexterity. <laughs> it's definitely dexterity. Unless you're using your talk to animals. Or wisdom. Oh my god. Unless you're casting. That's a ten animals. minute spell, I think. No. The, the, Can you only cast it as a ritual? No, I'm Wait. not in that state of mind. Okay. Then it would be. It's, this is more about speed. It's acrobatics. Okay, it's so it, like it's, the primary gonna... thing it is doing is slipping out of your grasp and hiding behind another right. thing. I'm Baron gonna, is attempting gonna, to this assist. Is Rocky trying to what? catch the chicken. I'm gonna spend my inspiration. Oh well, it doesn't. You should because we don't want to go without doing inspiration. This is your last roll of the session, yes. so uh, you should spend it. And go ahead, just roll three d20s. Yes, yes. That's fine. Baron's and your two. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, Baron written didn't okay. roll great. That's Ooh. a four sixteen. My 16. max was a seven. So what was Baron doing then that didn't work well? Baron, uh, you're trying to corner it. Baron is trying to corner it and, and actually tries to almost tries to like he's like oh no, I'm gonna get it and tries to step on it for a second but but luckily misses. 
Because he just would have crushed the poor critter in his big old dwarven boots. Heavy, heavy, heavy set foot. One of them crushed this. And that's my enemies. And Bearjaw gets what? A 16. And how is she trying to catch it? She's actually got the table. And she's using the table like to to cut off its escape. Like like you've turned the table over. On its side, everything's gone. So the whole clear the whole floor. Just, and you're just like floor. using the table like just a sweep. Using it like a exactly. <laughs> There's like bread a on the floor. It's Next a mock's a hostile body. He is just sawing logs loudly. <laughs> He's good. Well, this the, is what was the brothers are having a heart to heart. Well, yes. In the background, in the background, you see. We're talking about the Bard King and who's more of a risk. And the hate of politicians. The scrape of the table. Sliding I across got the it. Ground. Oh boy. We're just like, got it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Here's the mouse. Maybe not. The opposed oh. roll. I love the that. The opposed roll. <laughs> oh, three. Fuck you, mouse. I you, got you. You got the mouse. Right. What do you do when you catch the mouse? It's not a mouse. It was a mouse when he got it originally because it's it mice. still a mouse. It's still oh, a mouse. It's, it's hard to hold a mouse gently. Or you each of giant, you don't really know the difference between a mouse and a rat. I don't know. It could be a mouse. It could be a rat. It's a rat is small. a big mouse. It's a very small it's a rat. What should we do with it? And then she looks at Mock. <laughs> I mean, Mock is asleep, so if you're going to hate him with a mouse, now is a great opportunity. <laughs> Inside the hey, armor hey, of Jurgen. I'm just going to. <laughs> no, no. But I'm just e- either, either kill it in the humanely. Leg now. No, no, no. Don't do that. If you're trying He's to my stop cousin. me, no. okay? He, he, he tries to go me. and stop her. Okay. It's like inches away. Do you let him stop you? <laughs> I, or do I you do. get it in there before he comes over? So speak. If you wanted no. to put it in that pet leg, I don't think Baron could stop I him. don't think he could. <laughs> you would have to put it Short in. Short of escalating the, the situation. Right. Plate mail. Plate so mail. the so question so is, what do you want? It's going in the neck or what not does, at all. What does Bear John Or do? in the armpit. There's no, you can't put a mouse in the yeah. arm. It, it goes in his shirt. She swiftly puts it in the neck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, bloody hell. And we'll continue next week. <laughs> so it sounds like uh, the drunken consensus is helping the Bard King. Yeah. Like, seems to be where we're leaning. We'll have to do... Mog is still doing what you decide, and you kind of like ask these guys, and they actually did come up with kind of a consensus. Yeah, I think oh, actually, uh, yeah, we've got a majority. I think mm-hmm. murdering evil politicians that may, that speaks to us. They may cripple society. That's the right thing to do. <laughs>